Hi, this is Anishka Fernandopoli. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button under my picture on dharmaseed.org or go to my website, anushkaf.org, A-N-U-S-H-K-A-F.org, and click on donate. Thanks. I appreciate your support. So we'll continue this morning with practice with the body as the main anchor for attention. So you can notice as you sit here what it feels like in the body, whatever you notice. So just taking a moment to settle into your embodiment, just feeling the aliveness that's there. And it could be that even as you notice different aspects, they already change and shift. The temperature or tingling or vibrating pressure. You can check in and make sure there is a sense of relaxation around the face muscles, that you're not holding unnecessarily tension in the jaw, in the eyes. If there is, you can see if you can just let it go on the out-breath a little bit. And just resting the attention with the body breathing.
And it can be good to practice with some attitude of kindness or uh, metta. So if it's not there, sometimes you can put a small smile on your face if you'd like to try it. And sign of affection towards this living, breathing body. Some appreciation of being alive again here. I can just let sounds come and go in the background. You can also let thoughts come and go. If you find yourself pulled into the field of thinking or remembering, planning, you can just recognize that whenever you know that. Notice how that's happened on its own, unscripted. And maybe on the out-breath, you can try to relax again, come back to the sense of the body breathing. Can always begin again.
So sometimes some strong body sensation arises and our attention gets pulled there. So we can fold this into the practice as well. So the mind may label that, my knee hurts, my back hurts. You can see if we can go under that to notice what's the direct experience of that sensation in this moment. Vibrating, tingling, pulling. You can see if you can label that and be with it as it changes and shifts. And notice the difference between the idea about it as my knee or my back, my shoulder, and the direct experience of it. Can shift between the experience of the breath if that feels more neutral and feeling that area of sensation. can notice if there's an urge to move. See if you can catch it before you habitually move. <coughs> but if you find yourself gritting your teeth to stay with the practice, then it's possible to mindfully shift position. So notice that you're about to move Try to shift gently and slowly, noticing how it feels as that limb changes. And then feel how it is in the new position and continue with practice. So in this way we can keep the continuity going.
So you can consider uh, today also a day of continuing to settle in and in some ways a loyalty to the body. The body as a place to rest the attention while seated and while walking. And it's really helpful to develop the continuity of practice. So in each period to move from the sitting to the walking, uh, back to the sitting. So notice if your monkey mind wants to go and do something else, like go to your room and rearrange your stuff or uh, anything like that. And uh, yeah, just as much as possible, stay with the gentle continuity connected to the body, even when going to the bathroom or washing your hands or uh, putting on your jacket. And that will help the We'll practice to build attention to settle as well. So we'll start uh, seeing some people in small groups for meetings today. And for those of you uh, who have not been in such things, it's a chance to check in about how it's going in the meditation practice. So I... Yana is not feeling well today also, as you uh, heard in the beginning of his Dharma talk, coughing, so he, he won't be here today. But your Californian teachers are still here. <laughs> so uh, I'll actually read the names of the people who are in the first groups, because the first groups will be uh, directly after this at 9.15. And uh, I will be meeting people in the welcome room, which is the place where you registered. Tara will be meeting people in, let's see, what's that room? 203. So that's, you go up the stairs uh, and then turn right past that bathroom and it's the first room on the left. So this is going to be posted, but just because it's right after, I'll mention who's in the group. So for uh, Tara's group, the one right after this, which will be upstairs, Nina Farzana, Ashley Kang, Sharon Cooperstein, William Holcomb, Donna Richardson, M. Rooney, Tyler Ross, and Danielle Goldman. And then for my group, which will be in the welcome room, Sharice Minerva, Lauren Shawcross, Francesco Crifasi, Susan Taylor, Adrian Silver, Chris Henry, Jeremy Seligman, and Danica Pentner. Apologies for any mispronunciations of your name. Uh, there will be another group uh, at the next walking period, which is 1045. So uh, you could check the board. And uh, mostly anyone who is new to retreat should be in some group uh, today. So if you're not new to retreat, and then plus some other people also will have group. So deal with the groups is a chance to check in about practice, how it's going in the meditation. If you have any questions about what's happening in your experience, sitting, walking, otherwise, something that's a challenge for you, or if there's something in the instructions that's not clear that you'd like to get some uh, help with. We got the sheets that you wrote uh, your information on, so we don't need to hear your meditation resume. We don't need your life story also. So uh, just to keep things um, as pithy as possible. So this is also kind of part of the practice as well, 
to you know, give the report about how it's going for you and if there's any challenges you have and any question that you might have in uh, kind of as concise a way as possible. Also, uh, when other people are speaking, get a chance to practice mindful listening. This is a very, very helpful skill to develop. So what that means is that you could observe uh, silently to yourself if you agree with what someone says, if it's just like your experience, if you disagree with them, if they remind you of someone you know, if you have excellent advice to give them. Uh, All of that you can maintain silently (laughs) to yourself, Mm -hmm. observing, noticing. So you can relax. You do not have to be the teacher today. Uh, You can leave that to us. So maybe Tara will give some uh, continued instruction on the walking practice also. Is this working? Wow, yay. Great, okay. So I'm going to do a little demonstration as I talk about the walking instruction. So just as in the sitting, as Anushka was saying, this is a practice for, we can keep the attention anchored in the body. And um, it's always helpful to do any of the practice in any posture with as much of an attitude of loving kindness and self-compassion as possible. So keeping that in mind, you know, we um, begin at one end of the walking path and um, it's helpful to have a path maybe at least 10 steps in each direction. Um, And I want to demonstrate a few different options including a few different paces for walking meditation. There's no particular pace that's correct. And in my personal experience with walking meditation, I've used many different paces. Um, It's helpful, I think, to tune into what are the conditions in one's practice at any given time. At this time, it's relatively early in the retreat. Many people might be settling in. Other people who've practiced for a long time might feel that they can really slip into quite a settled practice and go at perhaps a slower pace with closer attention. It's just something to learn. We, we, we learn with our, you know, to discern what's right for our practice at any given time. So you can walk um, at quite a normal pace when under the walking path. Um, and uh, and um, one particular practice that one can do that doesn't involve like a very close attention, but it can be quite fruitful also, is just walking and knowing walking walking and knowing walking. Um, How often are we in our daily lives walking? We don't know. Know that the body is walking. Um, And this is just bringing awareness to walking. Um, So walking and just bringing the attention back whenever the mind wanders and doesn't know that one is walking. Also, as we get to the end of the path, we might see that the intention to stop arises. We can bring our awareness to that. The end of the path, there can be some period of time of standing meditation, however actually long or short one might want that to be, Um, and then noticing perhaps the intention to turn and the process of turning, a very fascinating experience as a human being, 
a whole cascade of sensations in the body occurring. You know, we can keep the attention as much as possible um, to the lower area of the body and the feet, noticing those sensations. And then we're, again, beginning to walk, and we might notice the intention to walk um, arising and the lifting of the foot. And just, if that, if this is useful for you at this time of the practice, you can walk at a very normal pace for you and just keep the awareness that one is walking, going, and the awareness that one is stopping, standing, turning, stopping, standing, walking, 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 walking. And then we can get much more close with our attention if we want to. Um, We can um, start to notice and break down some of the steps um, in various different, it can be from um, a couple of aspects, parts of the steps to six of them if we want. Um, I can just be noticing each step. So with the mind, there can be a light note or not, but stepping, 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 and stopping, standing, and turning. And just bringing the awareness back. And it's as with the sitting instructions. So when the mind wanders and you've gone for back and forth five, six, ten times and the story's going, whatever it is, and then suddenly the mindfulness arises and, oh, um, I'm doing um, walking meditation right now. We just bring it back with so with as much loving kindness and self-compassion as, as possible without judging and, and, and noticing. Um, so um, we can also break it down a little bit more closely if we want, you know, lifting, placing, lifting, placing, lifting, placing, lifting, placing, lifting, placing. And in this process, really as we, as people, as, as your practice um, opens to being a little bit more settled and slow perhaps in the walking, which again is totally unnecessary, but can be useful at times, um, start to notice the sensations more in the feet as they're shifting and changing, as Anushka was saying, these sensations in our body are shifting and changing all of the time. And we can really touch into um, what's actually the actual experience in the body um, rather than the concepts of foot or the concepts of legs. Um, But just noticing the shifting. It might be various kinds of pressure, um, vibrations or hardness, softness. Um, or pleasantness or unpleasantness at different times. So stepping, stepping, lifting, stepping, lifting, stepping, lifting, stepping, lifting, stepping, lifting, stepping, stopping, stepping, 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 standing. Um, And, um, you know, you can break down the steps further. I don't know that I need to um, do that. You can use your own little labels for them. Lifting, moving, falling, stepping, lifting, moving, falling, stepping, lifting, moving, falling, stepping, lifting, moving, falling, stepping. So that's just an example. But again, we're, this is not a competition on going slow or breaking down the steps. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of, um, we can notice comparing mind a lot in walking meditation uh, um, as to how other practitioners are doing their walking meditation or not. And that's something to definitely bring into the practice. 
um, um, a few tips. Um, I found that whenever I have had quite an agitated mind, um, I often will do the walking meditation with a close attention on the body, the feet, the, the steps. And at the end of the path, I'll stop and I'll do a standing meditation and just check into the heart, awareness of the heart-mind. And, and it can be for as long or as short as, as, as that is. And I found that to be very fruitful when there is an agitated mind, but it's time to do walking meditation. Um, and, and then I turn around and I do the walking meditation with the awareness of the body mostly, and then get to the end of the path and I check in and do a little noting of, of what's actually going through the heart-mind at that time. So I hope that that's helpful to your practice. And um, walking meditation is not a secondary practice at all. Sometimes it seems like that, but uh, or may, maybe we don't get as much instruction on it, um, or there's an idea in the mind that sitting is the real meditation. Um, walking meditation can be extremely fruitful, a, a place for many insights to arise, and we can really start to see the fascinating process of what's going on in the body and the mind through looking at this, um, this thing we do that we call walking. Okay, thanks. So uh, one more thing about the groups. If you're not in groups today, then you will be either tomorrow or the next day. So don't worry, but they'll put up a list with everybody's names, I believe. And uh, don't go get tea before your group. Just go directly to the group. You get tea afterwards if you want. So it's the last day of the year. So we can see if we can be as, uh, as present as possible, even if we've lived uh, sleepwalking through uh, <laughs> many of the previous days. You get chance to practice and uh, it's a great place to spend the last day of the year uh, together here practicing. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.